Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorced mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. Hello and welcome to the Divorce Course Podcast. Welcome back, Mum. Thank you, Laura. Hello, everyone. Now, we thought it would be a good idea, considering we're actually called the Divorce Course, that we might talk you through actually how to do just the simple, basic paperwork and getting an actual divorce. As we talked about before, divorce and separation and and, and property and children's things are, are, are all a different kettle of fish, aren't they, Mum? They are. So, so getting a divorce ends the marriage, and it means that if it's granted in a, in a one month and one day's time from your hearing, you can get married again. But it doesn't sort out anything about children or property. So it's important people remember that. Mm. So if you just like your aim is to get a divorce, just getting the piece of paper saying you're officially divorced does not mean it had to sorted out your, your kids or all your money or anything like that. So, but there are some things that, um, we'll talk about later that it, it can affect though. Yep. So, um, mum, do you want to just basically explain, uh, legally what a divorce is? Yep. Okay. So, so legally it, it is the document that kind of, I guess, reverses the marriage. Um, it is the opposite of a wedding certificate and it means that you and your partner, once it's granted, um, are no longer married and are free to remarry. That That's its main focus. Uh, the other impact okay. of a divorce is that it starts the clock ticking um, in terms of property settlement and you've only got 12 months from your divorce to get your application into court if you need the court to help sort out property settlement. so And that's why we've recommended before, obviously everyone's legal advice is different, but mm. it's always good to hold back on doing that until maybe you've got the property rolling in court or the negotiations, is that right? I often recommend that. It depends on individual circumstances, Laura, but yes, um, sometimes, uh, sometimes people really feel a desperate need to actually get that divorce done. Um, but it does put pressure mm. on you with property. So if you can wait, um, it's usually better to do it later on and, and give yourself the maximum amount of time to negotiate because some people never divorce or they get divorced mm. seven or eight years later and their time for property settlement therefore starts at that date of divorce, which could be um, seven or eight or more years after separation. So um, mm. yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's so a completely it's, different. It's issue. an important yeah, it's an important rule to remember. So the next question, I guess, is uh, how how do you <laughs> get a divorce? Do you do you need a lawyer? Can can you do it on you your can, own? Look, you can do it on your own, um, and you don't really need a lawyer. Uh, sometimes you can find uh, some issues crop up. For instance, if you don't know where your husband or wife is. Um, and you don't know how you're going to find them, uh, you might need someone to help you bring an application to the court to say, I don't know, um, serve it on their mother or or their sister or, you know, sometimes things like that. That might need a lawyer or getting um, an ad in a paper. Um, but if you know where you're at... Sorry, wait. Stop. Hang on. People put ads in papers? Really? <laughs> Isn't that awful? Yes. So if you can't... It's, say your, your ex has disappeared, right? 
you've got rough idea. Yeah. He or she might be like over the other side of the country or working on a cattle property or I don't know. Um, you don't know mm. where they are. Um, you can bring an application to the court and let the court know the attempts you've made to serve this person. Um, and if you've mm. got an idea that they're working on a cattle property in the Northern Territory or, or you know, somewhere in Canberra, um, you can tell the court that. And the court can sometimes order uh, that instead of serving them, it'll be enough for you mm. to put an ad in the local paper of that area and maybe one in the Australian. Right. So that's a really tricky that's, you need a lawyer wow. to help you through that. <laughs> they can't okay. they so can run, but they can't hide. <laughs> also, no one reads papers anymore, so I hope the court's got a new system for that. But imagine reading that in the paper. Anyway, <laughs> so let's just assume that our, our listeners, they know where their partner is, their mm -hmm. husband or their wife, and they want to get the divorce. Um, let's do a straightforward talk through of what they can do. Okay. So I guess you go on to the portal? You do, you do. Uh, can I just raise, um, Laura, there's one thing that people worry about that I think I'd like to deal with here, if you don't mind. Um, some people mm -hmm. say he's never going to give me a divorce or she will never agree to a divorce. Um, and I just want everyone to know you can do, do this divorce by yourself even if they don't agree. In fact, they could stand there with their eyes shut tight and their arms folded and their back to you and you can still go through with the divorce. So it only takes one to tango in this case. So, well, that's, yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. And that's a common misconception, I guess, maybe because of TV, we see a lot of that. Yeah. People wanting them to sign their divorce papers. Um, so you said that, you know, you can do it without their help. Yep. Um, but I, I've heard you can do it together you so mm -hmm. you can do a joint application or you can do it on your own yeah when if someone comes to me to help them with their divorce I'm assuming that the parties probably can't cooperate enough for me to safely assume we can do a joint divorce so I always do mm. the individual divorces but some people for the dignity I guess of it uh, want to do a joint mm. divorce but you have to be sure that the other person is going to cooperate um, and there's nothing worse, I think, than being trapped, feeling you're at their mercy because they won't sign the document they said they'd sign. So think carefully so about I guess doing if a you're joint in, one. So if you're in a controlling and a manipulative relationship, probably don't yep. do a joint one. If you're in a high conflict, probably no, don't do a joint no. one. But amicable, Amicable, yes. mate. And an yep. avoidant person, jeez, yep. um, I wouldn't do a joint one with an avoidant yeah. person because you're relying on them to do the right thing at the right time. And, you know, you're just best yes. in those circumstances to file oh. your own. So sorry, Laura. And, and it costs it costs as well, doesn't it? It, it does. costs to file. So you've got to make sure you're willing. You're, it's very likely that they're going to sign it. Otherwise, it's going to cost you money. So, mm. so like we said, Mum, so you, you – whether they want to or not, you can get the divorce and all you have to do is go to the court portal, which we'll have the link for, yep. and log in, create a login. Yep. So the the way that um, I'm just looking now at the Federal Circuit Court, bearing in mind it's going to change its name, but if you Google the divorce, do-it-yourself divorce kits or divorce um, it'll come up with the right court for you to log into and, and there's a step-by-step -step guide to help you through that. Um, Laura's go mm. going to put the link for the, because we're recording this in 2021, 
I'm in May. Yes. And you'll put the link below. Um, but Yes, in the show notes. That's right, yeah. But otherwise, just Google divorce in Australia and it should pop up on where you need to go. Now, you can do it online. Um, we used to only be able to do it on paper. Then it was um, both. You could do either. But doing it online is an easier way of you filing your documents. We go into it in a lot of detail, don't we, Laura, in our course, the proper course proper. Yes. But if you just follow the yeah. steps, um, you should be okay uh, with filling in the document and then filing. It. Yeah, it's pretty basic information. But the important thing that um, you need to have uh, is that date that we've talked about in, I think, episode mm. two um, of the date of initial separation. Yep. And, and we've talked about how it's so important to know that date and have that date and proof of that date and try and pick a date, like you've said before, Mum, yep. where both of you agree because if they say, no, that's not the date, then mm. you are kind of stuck. Well, that's right. Um, it, it's the date that you finally separate, they call it. So, um, mm. you know, if you've had times where you've gone back together for a couple of months and it hasn't worked and you've separated, the date that it really, everything changed, that's the date you put in. And uh, if you, you can't file until uh, a year and one day after you have separated, so if you say, for instance, that you separated in March and your ex-partner mm. says, no, we didn't, we separated in June and you file in, you know, April or May, mm. if they're believed by the court and you filed before the proper date of separation, the court can just dismiss the application and you lose your money that you paid and you will have to file again. So it's always safest okay. to use the latest date. Right. And and this, so just um, talking through the form that they can download um, online, which we'll give a link to, there's um, a fair few parts that, that but they seem pretty straightforward. It's all about really the most important part is the children's bit if you have children, but it's so since the date of separation, have you lived together as a married couple? Um, so, you know, obviously it's just checking that you've really separated mm. Um and and do you think it's likely that you and the other party will live together again as a married couple? Like they're really, really checking. Yes. Um, they're, they're the questions that you will be going through, um, you know, yes. so that the, the government knows for sure that they're not going to grant this divorce and then you're going to get back together and also, get married again. That's right. And also they're just checking because the only grounds for divorce in Australia are or is, the only ground for divorce in Australia is the irreversible breakdown of the relationship or and and that is evidenced by having been separated for 12 months so that those yeah. two questions actually answer that part of the law and gives the judge something that he can say definitely they've been separated for 12 months and they're not getting back together again sometimes the yes. other person might file something that a response to that that says, no, I'm, we're getting counselling, we're getting back together again. But um, when you go to court, the court doesn't um, give that any credence really and they just say, look, if one of you wants to reconcile and one of you doesn't, it's not happening and so your divorce will happen anyway. 
Okay, so let's just quickly talk through the flow um, mm. before we get into the nitty-gritty. So you've separated, you've noted down the date, you both agree on the date of separation or you've got proof he's moved out, you've moved out, everyone's moved out. Um, you wait a year, you file, a year and one day, yes. you file, um, you, you find this divorce um a document which has got a fair amount of questions about where are you definitely divorced mm. and whatnot. You fill it all in. Mm. Um, and so you do all the paperwork. You then serve it on the other side. Let's just do a quick flow through. Yeah. You serve it on the other side and then um, serve, file the documents back in court to prove they've been served. You're given a court date. You turn up you're, and you're basically, you're unmarried. And that's the flow of the divorce. Is that correct? That's right. That's right, Laura. Like you okay. said, you right. file the document, um, you fill in the document, put it in the court, get it back out of the court with a stamp on it, give it to your partner. That's what serving means. Give it to your ex-partner um, and then turn up in court on the hearing date and the divorce should be granted and it becomes final one month and one day after the judge mm. says that you're divorced. So, yes, good We'll make a lawyer out of you yet, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, and, and also, look, the, the actual form is really helpful. It's even got a letter kind of attached to the back to your, to, to give to your part, your ex-partner mm. that says, this is what you've got to do. This is what's going to happen next. Like it's, it's very straightforward. Um, the only thing that, um, you know, is a little bit not straightforward. Like obviously filling in this form is very straightforward and we'll put a link to that. The bit that I think might stumble a couple of people listening is the filing part. So let's say they've done it online, they've submitted it. How how, how difficult is serving or like serving it serving on the like that? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's It's reasonably tricky because you can't do it yourself. It has to be a third person. Mm. Um, sometimes mm -hmm. you can serve it by mail, but there's some really great self-help kits on the on on the um, federal circuit court website, as it was, or it might be come something different. But there's some tips on that. Um, the point is, the when you go to court that day, they want to know mm. that your ex, your husband or wife knows about the date. And you have to prove they know about the date. So you either would, so you get a third person to give it to them. It could be a friend, right, um, who gives mm. it to them. It shouldn't be any member of your family. And then that friend uh, can swear a little affidavit that says, on this date, at this time, I gave these documents to the husband. I know it was the husband um, because I've, I've met him many times, Okay. Um, there's another way of doing it, and that is um, you could get someone to give it to your husband or wife, and he might or she might sign the acknowledgement of service and just write their name there. And then when that comes back to you, you can do a, a little affidavit to the court saying, yep, that's his signature. I've been married to him 12 years. I know, I know what the signature looks like. So that's what it's about. It's about letting the judge know that this person knows it's on today. So you can't sneakily divorce somebody. That's the point. Mm. Uh, with the and you've got to prove to the judge that you've shown them. That's so right. it's proof yep. yeah. that you've yep. served them. And, and it has to be – so the court is really just joining up dots before they give you the divorce. It's, it's quite technical, but when you think mm. about what it does, it's an important step and they must get it right. One of the things – So, so – Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. 
I was just going to quickly go through. So you submit your application and you pay the filing fee. Um, you select the court date and then you have to serve it. If, you, if you're doing it on your own, not jointly, um, you have to then go serve it and get like, and like mum said, get somebody else to do it. So that's yep. those first initial stages. Yep. And the filing fee, by the way, is roughly around nine, was it that's about 900? Yep. And it goes, $930 at the moment. It goes moment. up a lot and you, um, usually goes mm. up um, without any warning. So just check. Yikes. <laughs> when yes. they did give warning one year in the early days, this Act has been around since about 1976, they gave warning of the increase of the filing fee and some of the old lawyers remember people lined up because they didn't have online filing in those days, lined up at the court door, up the street, round the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Yes. <laughs> yeah. They don't so see, yeah, they don't tell. Well, there's also you can get a reduced rate of around three hundred and ten dollars mm-hmm. at the moment, as of today. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got a healthcare card, pensioners card, um, vets card, uh, legal aid, youth allowance, ab study, you're under eighteen, which. I wouldn't know why you'd be married. If you're an inmate of a prison um, or there's some other reason why you can get a uh, concession. So you can do. Uh, so the important part about filling in the form really and the bit that the court mostly cares about is the children, isn't it, right, Mum? Yeah. It, it's sometimes the only time that anyone um, gets, the the court gets to look at children and see how they're going through the divorce. A lot of people do their divorces and don't have to go to the court for parenting matters. So the court just uses an opportunity to to check that all, um, that the proper arrangements have been made for the children in all the circumstances. And that's what the judge actually says in part of his granting a divorce or her granting a divorce. So when you go to fill in those bits about the kids um, in your form, it can get a bit tricky. You wonder what the court is looking for. Mm. So, for instance, when it talks about uh, arrangements for the children, their health, um, all you need to say, and there's a column for each child, is that, um, for example, uh, Johnny uh, is in good health um, or is in excellent health or uh, Johnny has slight asthma, but that is, but is it is treated, you know, kept mm. under control. Uh, and then you might say, uh, for education, the court tell the court what uh, you know. This child, um, Sherry, is in uh, year five and she is doing well at school. Or, you know, uh, Johnny is in year three. And his grades are improving or something like that, just to know that they're attending school and all's well. Mm. Supervision's a tricky one. Uh, Supervision, the court wants to know who's looking after the kids. So you would probably say something like when the children aren't at school, uh, they are supervised by either me or their father or um, my mother or my stepfather, something like that. You know, or they attend after school care, and I supervise them the rest of the rest of the time. It sounds very nitty gritty, but that's what the court wants to know. They also want to know about their accommodation. So commonly, what we say there is, you know, the children live in a uh, rental house or a house that we are buying. Um, it's three bedrooms, and and Jonathan has his own room, uh, or 
Jonathan and Cherie share a room and it has and we have all modern conveniences which the court's looking for um it I guess they just want to know that you've got fridge tv telephones and all of that yeah so that's enough to satisfy the court on that um there will be a tricky question there about the time they're spending with both parties the children mm. uh and so you might say that the children live with uh dad uh eight days of fortnight and with mum six days of fortnight or you might say that um presently the children are spending week about uh, with each parent but there is an application before the court um to change that or it might be the parents are in dispute about the time the children are spending with each parent but there is an application in the court dealing with that just so that the, the judge who's doing the divorce knows that the court there's some process underway yeah and that uh, to make arrangements for the kids in part e it's called other court cases and in that you can easily in t- question 21 and 22 currently um you can detail that court name court next date names and the brief summary of the court so that that also gives them an awareness. I think also um, there's a section there in the children's part about time and communication with the child. So when when are you talking to the child? When's the dad talking to the child? Yep. It might be something like they they have a FaceTime conversation twice a week or he ring uh, the children talk to their mother every morning and night or you know, just whatever arrangements there are. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So so once you've filled in the form, what's next? Yeah. Uh, um, you've, and you've filed it online mm-hmm. then? Yep. Okay. And you pay your fee, whatever mm-hmm. that may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the, the document, when it goes onto the portal, Laura, you talked about opening your own portal account there yes. on the Commonwealth Court portal. Once you've registered there, and the documents are accepted through the process on online into your sort of virtual file, when you have a look in the portal, you'll see the very divorce documents that you lodged with a, a, a little coloured seal on them, a court stamp on them. And those are the ones you have to download and print because we're still, you have to serve a paper copy on the other person. Mm. Uh, unless you go to court later and get some special exemption, you have to give them the paper copy with the court stamp on it, and so and that's the document that will be serving on your other on your partner. So that's probably the trickiest bits. But just have a cup of tea and just slowly follow the process through. And although it doesn't probably make sense while you're doing it, there is sort of method in it. Mm. Because it literally describes it so. Um, well, it's terribly badly described, but it, it has each step. So step three, um, you know, step four, print the application. Step five, upload the signed affidavit for e-filing. Yeah. So it does talk you through it. It sounds confusing, but if you just yep. follow each step and don't look at the rest of it and just do the yep. next bit and the next bit, it will be less intimidating, I guess. Um, I think so, Laura. I think you've just got to trust the process and look – Nearly all of my clients do their own divorce. It's it's too dear um, to be paying lawyers to do it if it's relatively straightforward. Mm. But look, if, if you so so you'll be joining, you know, thousands of people who've done their own. So just follow the process um, and know that you know if you get into a sticky situation, then you might need to go and see a lawyer. 
uh, mm-hmm. to help you through that patch. Yeah. So the serving part really is just giving a hard copy with the stamp to the other side so they know yep. when the court date is so yep. they can check that they agree with everything you've said. Well, well, the court assumes if they know the date and they haven't shown up, then they don't have a problem with the divorce. So everything that you do is about telling the judge that you that your partner really does know it's on and proving it. And the court can't just take your word for it because it would be just too tempting for you to say, oh, yes, that's all been done. So they force you to do it through a third person. And you have to file that proof of service, which the do-it-yourself kit talks you through as well. Yes. But you need to have that actually filed and that's yes. the proof for the judge. Uh, yep. And if they have filed, if they did let you serve them by post um, and you have, uh, they did send back an acknowledgement of service, which an amicable person might do, mm-hmm. um, then uh, you make sure you you file your affidavit that says, yes, that signature is his signature or her signature. I've seen it sign it many times. Okay. But, yeah, you'll be right. You'll be right, everyone, to take it through. So let's just assume um, it's an easy divorce. They're doing it themselves. They've downloaded the portal. They've got the application. They've filled it in. They've got it uh, filed. They've printed it out. They've served it on the other side. They've refiled the service to prove they've done it. What happens on the court day? Okay, so at the moment it's all done by phone, um, but you you will be to- you'll have a date on your documents that tells you the time and date, um, and the courtroom where you need to go for the divorce. And can I can I just stop you there? Do you, if yes. it's children, you have to go. If it's not children, yes. do you have to go? No, you don't. You can opt to not go. But if you've got kids, of course, the the court has to be satisfied okay. that proper arrangements have been made for the children. We're talking about if you do an individual divorce here. Right. Um, if you do a joint one, the the rules might be different. But we're working on that. You're doing your own, filing a divorce. You're divorcing your your partner. That's the way we're doing it. So you turn up to court. Yep, you turn up to court. You say to the uh, the you wait until your name is called, your case name is called, um, and you'll be taken into the courtroom sitting at the back. These are pre-COVID times and may happen again in the future. Um, otherwise, you file and wait quietly um, on the phone. You know, sorry, you 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 phone in and put your phone on mute and wait quietly until your case is called. Okay. Um, so they'll call out your surname. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're the person applying, then you would stand up or you would unmute your phone and say, I am the applicant registrar. Uh, and then um, the, normally then the judge will do the rest themselves. They'll just read through, or the registrar will read through, make sure they're happy with all of the things that you've said. If they're not, um, they might say, oh, you do need to do this one more document to prove this or I'm not satisfied that, <clears throat> that you know, you've served him or it hasn't been 28 days since you served him. That's another rule to remember. So um, if there's a problem, you don't lose your filing fee um, unless you've filed it too early and the other subjects. But normally they will just say, look, um, I'll give you another court date in, say, a month and you go away and fix up this problem 
and come back. So so there's a fail-safe there. Oh, that's good. The registrar wants to know that everything's done properly and if, if you've missed a step by any chance or they need something extra, they'll tell you and you get to go back to court the next time. Okay. Just remember your um, etiquette for going into court, though, and that is your phone is off. You stand when the when the registrar is talking to you. Uh, you sit down when they're not talking to you. You don't have to do that uh, on you the never interrupt on the phone though. If you're at COVID, <laughs> no, no, we don't want. You don't have to stand up and sit down, but you do have to be quiet when you're being spoken to, and be very quiet when other people are in the court. And those courtrooms. Uh, are very sound sensitive so they can hear you people can hear you uh, the judge can hear everything from the from the um, uh, seating at the back in the gallery so just mind your manners there so approximately how long do you think it takes to the court court hearing just the court day yeah uh, the court day it takes whatever however long it takes if you're in a list of 30 or 40 other cases but once your matter is called and you stand up and say, I'm the applicant registrar, uh, two, three minutes mm. probably, very quick. Uh, it's quite a shock actually. And you'll know you've got it through if the registrar starts saying things and starts saying, I'm satisfied that the marriage between these two people were, took place on this date and I'm satisfied that it's broken down irretrievably and I'm satisfied that in all the circumstances proper arrangements have been made for the children and I grant the divorce. They call it, they used to call it a divorce nicey, a decree nicey, which is really a divorce unless, unless you get back together again in the next four weeks. That chance, I should think. <laughs> I've never known anyone who did. Wow. But they wait that month and one day before they issue you your final divorce certificate. So it'll probably be up on the portal um, that you've already registered in and you download that and you've got your divorce document there. What do you need a divorce document for? Um, if you're getting married again. Okay, good point. Yep, it's a good point. Uh, I don't know how else, however else it comes up. Sometimes... Uh, if in certain jobs or whatever, you know, mm. but usually it's just like it's, it's just to prevent bigamy, really. Yeah, the divorce. So if you don't have you you and you get married again, you will go to jail. If you got married in a church, does it mm. undo the marriage in the church's eyes? I don't know. Um, I, I think the Catholic Church has its own annulment um, process, but if you were wanted to get married. For the second time in a church, mm. um, that divorce document will allow you to get married in the church um, for your second wedding. Yeah, but if I, I, I think with the Catholics, you have to go through the whole divorce process. Oh gosh, yes, yes. I think there's another. Well, I'm a lawyer, <laughs> yeah. but yes, <yeah>, so, <laughs> I'm a lawyer. So you know, make sure if you're about to get married or you're thinking about getting married that you've double checked. Not like if you are getting married in a church, check that that you followed all the rules um, because really the divorce paper really is just to say in the eyes of the government you are divorced yep. and right. your property settlement matters can only go for a year? 12 months 12 from months. that day. Yep. yep. And and it means that if you get married to anyone else, it's not bigamy, so it's not a crime. And it's important to remember that divorce is pretty yucky or emotional and hard. Mm. So obviously on your divorce day, 
um, it's the reverse of a marriage day and you're going to feel a little bit down. You might think, yay, I'm divorced, but you also might feel like, oh, that's that's the end of an era. It, everyone feels, I've never seen anyone who wasn't at least a little bit taken aback by A, how easy it is. Uh, when uh, it's only easy, as our listeners know, if you've done all the work mm-hmm. beforehand, it looks easy, but you've been working like crazy to do all the steps beforehand. But it does seem to happen so quickly. Mm. Um, and people always seem to say to me, is that it? Is, is that is that it? Um, so be nice to yourself. I always recommend a nice cup of tea, some pavlova. Um, keep yourself busy because it will. No one walks. I, I don't think anyone uh, gets married planning on getting divorced. So it is a shock yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I know that was a really full-on, quick, condensed version of how to untie the knot. Uh, we actually have a module where we talk about untying the knot and we do it step by step. We literally talk you through each of the documents, each of the forms and the flow and the court day Thanks to mum, she's given us her brains. Um, and they've been broken down into lessons. Yeah, that's in the divorce course. Yeah. So this was a condensed version just to, you know, give you an idea of what it really is because we are a divorce course podcast. So, of course, we should definitely talk about how to just get divorced. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, mum, thank you for your time. Is there any words of wisdom for anybody about to take the process of filing and serving their own divorce? Just be patient with yourself uh, and with the court. Trust the process. Um, Your hearing date could be anything to be six to eight weeks going forward, uh, but don't delay in trying to serve because that's normally where the problems happen. Uh, You might try to post it to your ex and he'll say he'll sign the acknowledgement or she'll say she'll sign it and and you realise they're not going to if you've got an avoidant person Mm. or maybe a manipulative control and or conflict and then you might have to then get a friend to do it or you may even have to get proper uh process servers Mm. you know which will do it for one or two hundred dollars so don't leave it too long to start serving the document okay that's my word of wisdom that's a good word of wisdom all right we might even do a whole episode on just how to do the service (laughs) because it it's confusing Yes, it is. There's a lot of cases on it. All right. Hang in there, guys, and we'll be back next week. Thanks, Mum. Thank you, Laura. Bye. Bye. If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe. By doing so, you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you. Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only, and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation. And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording in 2020.